So the question is, how do busy dads get into great shape with limited time, space, and equipment, all while enjoying the process and without sacrificing family time? If you want to know the secrets to dialing in your nutrition, being consistent, and staying motivated to achieve your fitness goals once and for all, then this is the podcast for you. I'm Kevin Torres, and this is the Dad Bod Wad Podcast. All right, what's up, Legacy Makers? Welcome to another episode of the number one podcast for busy dads who want to go from dad bod to fit dad and lose your first 20 plus pounds without fasting, without cutting carbs, and without sacrificing family time so that you can create a legacy of health and fitness, not only for yourself, but for generations to come. And on this show and inside of my program, we're teaching busy dads just like you how to do just that. So hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. And on today's episode, I'm joined by a super special guest, Ryan, who's a one-on-one coaching client inside of the Forging Lead Fathers. He's a dad, he's a, a an administrator in, in, in a school, and he's just an overall awesome guy. And I'm super excited to have him come on and share his experience with you because I know that you're going to be so inspired by his story to take a ton of action yourself. So without further ado, Ryan, what is going on, man? How are you? Good. Thanks for having me, Kevin. Good to be a, good to be a part of it. Excited. Yeah, man. I'm so stoked. And like, just looking over your progress uh, the last couple of weeks and just seeing how how much progress you've made like week after week and really consistently, uh, I reached out to you a couple of weeks ago. I was like, dude, you, you want to come on the podcast? Because I knew it was going to be uh, an inspiring story. And you've been so active in like the group calls and all that too. So it's just like, you know, I, I couldn't wait for us to, to connect and to chat. So why don't you give everybody like the quick 30 second spiel? Like, like who's Ryan? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, first of all, dad, I've got uh, two daughters, uh, been married for uh, quite some time, and uh, I've worked in education for the past 20 years. Um, classic, you know, yo-yo dieter, I'll be in great shape and then I'll slowly let it decline. And then two years later, back in great shape and then let it decline and, and you, kind of the yo-yo exerciser and the yo-yo dieter. Um, so kind of wanted to switch things up when I found your program and uh, I'm really excited to be a part of it. Oh yeah, man. And so you're a dad of two little kids and how old are your girls? Uh, daughters, they're 12 and 15. So I've got uh, a soon to be seventh grader and a soon to be 10th grader. So, wow. you know, that, that was part of it too. You know, as the, as the girls get older, you know, they're starting to be interested in boys. And if my <laughs> high school daughter was bringing boys around the house, I wanted to make sure that they were, they were intimidated by dad, not necessarily like, Oh, look at that soft guy. So exactly. that's part of the I reason could, for the program. Hell yeah. Like I could take advantage of this dad. I can lie to his face. Um, you know, or like, you know, your daughter won't be impressed by how much he could deadlift because you could freaking deadlift way more than him or something, right? Like, or do more push-ups than him or something. <laughs> the only problem is she's a water polo player and a swimmer, and all the boys are walking around in speedos and they look and they're very chiseled. So, <laughs> right, 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 right. Dad's not going to get there, but uh, we're <laughs> eliminate the dad bod. Hell yeah, man. Well, so you know, you mentioned you were a chronic yo-yo dieter. You know, like you were, you had your 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 peaks and valleys. So I guess, like, what was like your fitness like before joining the Fortune League Fathers? Yeah, you know what? You know, at one point, I'd say a couple of years ago, I was at my highest ever, which was two sixty-five, and I did some crash course, lost a ton of weight, and then slowly over the next year and a half, put it back on. Um, and you know what, it, it just started simple this year around Thanksgiving, I hopped on the scale and I was 235. And, you know, I realized that with our, with where I work uh, in education, we take a group of kids to Yosemite every year. So I'm like, I know I needed to be able to hike in December. So I just hopped on the treadmill and slowly, like over a month or two started just shedding a little bit of weight. I lost about 10 or so pounds and I started feeling good. Um, and then I realized, okay, 
this is I'm taking the slow steps to get to where I want to, but I've always just jumped off the deep end and I needed to take a different approach. So I, I found your program. I don't know what I was glancing through on Instagram, but you popped up and super engaging, listened to the call and it made complete sense to me. And for me, I'm just, I'm looking long-term now. Um, I know it's, it's more of a marathon, especially at my age, I'm approaching 50. And that was a big milestone too. Once I hit 50, you know, it's weird, but a friend said to me the other day, you know, if you look at, if you look at your life, like an iPhone battery, you know, when you, when your battery gets to 50%, you're like, I got to plug this thing back in. I got to charge it. You know, I only got 50% life left. Right. And if you apply that to your age and your, you know, and your lifespan, I'm at about 50%. You know, I'd be lucky if I'm, if I'm at 50% right now. So I'm like, how do right. I prolong things? How do I slow things down? So that was kind of the mindset. Okay, let's, let's, let's invest in yourself. Let's invest in this program and let's see if you can change your habits. Um, and, and happy to say that I feel like I'm on that path. Oh, yeah, man. That's actually such a scary thought in a way. And I know that wasn't like your intention, but just thinking like, you know, like 50 is maybe midlife, maybe not, you know, you're maybe lucky, it's yeah. like, yeah, like if you're really lucky and 100 is like the end, right, then mid 50 is midlife. And and for most of us, it's probably like really like 30, 35 is like midlife, really, you yeah. know, like, especially, you know, U.S., uh, you know, mortality rate or whatever, like a uh, life expectancy life. for men is like 77 or something or 79. I think women is yeah. 79, men is 77. So yeah, you know, most of us are like already at midlife or if not already past that. So it's a uh, quite a, you know, a wake up call. Um, so you mentioned like you were like 235, you started jogging a little bit. Like, what did you struggle with the most though? Like in, in prior to joining the program, like with those peaks and valleys with the yo-yoing, like, was it like a lack of exercise? Was it lack of motivation or was it like the nutrition piece? Like, where did you struggle the most? You know, I'd say I'm kind of all or nothing. So like when I was dialed in, I was hundred percent on every program. But it's like when I reach, you know, you'd reach your goal. You'd, I'd hit, you know, I was down from two, as an example, I was made it from 225 down to 200. Great. Now you you just take your, you know, your mind off the prize and slowly it adds up. You don't pop on the scale every day. And then like, right. you know, emotional, I wouldn't, I'd say emotional and like, and uh, I stress eat, you know, you get stressed, you drink a little bit too much, you eat a little bit too much. So that was, you know, that was what I would say is just that's kept creeping in. So it's like the poor diet skills. I've always been like good at getting things off for, you know, via cardio. I, I cycled a lot, you know, I still ride my bike quite a bit and I love that part, but I've always, I've always struggled with the getting into the gym and wanting to lift weights. Maybe I have a short attention span, but it's like, if you tell me I got to go work out and do, you know, six sets of chest and multiple different exercises, it, it never stuck with me. So I, always, I was always better with the hit kind of workouts if somebody else was leading them, like Orange Theory, did Orange Theory, fantastic, did Orange Theory prior to COVID, was all dialed in, then COVID hit, and, you know, that all went out the window, but I've never been able to do that on my own, so what I liked about your program is, like, when you look at the exercise components, it's like 20 minutes, like, you can do anything for 20 minutes, and what I found is that that's been super easy to ease into. And then it makes me want to add more. So it's like, yes, I'll do the dad bod workout, but then I'll hop on the treadmill and I'll just walk at elevation. It's not like I'm running or anything. I'm still scrolling through my phone, but I'm like burning some more calories. And I try to make sure that I get at least 300 calories on a 30 minute walk or hike every day. And those are just like habits that I've been getting into. Plus, plus I'm an early morning person. So getting up before everybody, and I know it's one of the pillars of your program was that wasn't an adjustment for me. That was easy. Like I, I embraced that time and like, I look forward to that time. So I just think I, it never all came together. You know, I'd have one or two of the key components, 
or I'd be super hyper-focused on something, but I was never balanced. And I think um, that's what I'm looking for the most now. And that's what I feel like the, the past 10, 10 or so weeks have, have put me on a, on a good path toward that. That's awesome, man. Yeah. And I love that, um, you know, what you mentioned about just like the workouts are short that you could, you know, anybody could do them. You could access them. It's only 20 minutes, but it's potentially also a gateway into, well, I'm already here. I've already worked up a sweat. I might as well do a few more minutes or I may, might as well do some more crunches. Or, you know, if I have a treadmill or a rower, rower at home, might as well just use that uh, since I'm already down here and I'm already sweaty, you know? So um, I don't mind being the gateway drug in that way. <laughs> no, it's fantastic. Um, was there anything in particular about the the, the Forging Lead Fathers specifically that inspired you to join the program? I think, you know, just looking at your Instagram feed, it's everyday people. You know, I'm not looking at an Instagram model and I'm not looking at and I'm not looking at people who are trying to obtain some some mythical like physique. That's it's not what I wanted. So that like it's like, OK, a normal guy went from this to this. That was like, OK, that's inspiring. And it seems to have worked for several different guys. So I'm like. There's, there's validity to it. Um, but then when I looked at like, you know, the community aspect of it, it's like everybody kind of there supporting one another, not trying to win a competition or crush one another, um, which is something that I liked because in the past, you know, if you tell me there's going to be 10 of us and we have one month to lose as many weight as pounds as possible, I would try my best to absolutely crush and demolish you because <laughs> that's the mindset. But I know I couldn't take that same approach because it's not sustainable. So I like I like the feedback. I like the coaching. I like the Zoom calls. I like working with Ryan. I like working with you. Um, so that was something that I hadn't really seen before outside of like an orange theory kind of class where you see the same people and the same instructors. This is right. like the version of that, that I can tap into when it's convenient for me. That's awesome, man. And so what was like the most helpful thing you've learned? Like you mentioned, you were in the program, you've been in the program now for 10 months, uh, 10 weeks now. Weeks. <laughs> um, and like, but what is like the one thing like, like that's been like an aha for you or just like a key takeaway? You know, for me, it, it's been, weighing the food like knowing portion sizes so to the point where we weigh everything i got my wife doing it now too it's just i had no idea exactly how much i was consuming and then obviously when you look at the macros and the, and the protein in, intake that's necessary i thought prior to weighing things out and counting macros that i was getting more than enough protein when in essence i was right. going close to where i needed to be so i would say i would say that weighing the food out the diet um and then what has been another like kind of key takeaway? Um, just the discipline, you know, the motivation doesn't show up daily. Like uh, there'll be days where I'm just like, um, I'm not into it, but it's like the discipline of the 5 a.m. wake ups and just clicking, like checking off those things in the app has been something that's like, this is attainable. And you play, you gamify. It's like, I don't want to, I don't want to not be able to check that today. So right. it's like, that's the extra motivation um, to get on there and, and, and do it. And you mentioned the nutrition piece, like weighing and measuring your food and all that stuff. And obviously we don't just throw you off in the deep end. You know, we have like, you know, just tracking first and then we do a little bit of like a detox and just calories and then eventually macros. Um, but do you feel like, um, any part of the nutrition is like, do you feel deprived in any way in with the nutrition piece? No, not at all. You know, when I first got and I think my biggest thing is I've always lost weight with deprivation of calories. So when I got my first initial, here's how many calories you should be consuming. I was like, Oh, that's way more than I'm consuming right now. So that was, that was a shock, but I'm like, okay, I'll trust it. And then I took a look at how much protein I was like, Oh, that's a shock. So I'll trust <laughs> it. 
Um, but more than anything, like I've never, I've, I haven't felt hungry. I'm actually hungrier, but like in a good way, it's like, I'll have a good size, I'll have a good breakfast. And then three hours later, it's another snack and then another snack. But I like, I have it down to a science in terms of what proteins I'm eating at what hours. And that's just made planning a day very, very simple and, and simple things. Like I get hangry. Like I've realized that my wife tells me that all the time. So it's like, I, I leave the house, I leave the house with a protein shake. I leave the house with a protein bar. I've got stuff in the car just because I don't want to impulsively grab for something at a gas station or a convenience store. I want to know what's going into me. And then I'd say the other key takeaway, which I hadn't really realize was like how detrimental alcohol can be to progress you know it's you work really hard monday through friday and then you kind of destroy it on saturday and sunday and then you know you're you're trying to catch up and by the time you get caught back up it's wednesday you know it's you're doing a lot of disservice to your body um and i didn't realize that i'm like oh you know two three beers not a big deal two three cocktails not a big deal but it 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 adds up after time and you know, I, I bought one of those loop straps and it's, I can see the nights that I drink and that I eat, don't eat well. It affects my sleep. It affects my recovery. So like the tracking component that's I've naturally wanted to uh, delve deeper into after, you know, working with you guys is, yeah. has opened my eyes to a lot of new things. That's awesome to hear, man. Yeah. Because like one of the number one things that I always say is like, you're just a scientist in a laboratory, you're testing out a hypothesis. There are no right or wrong answers. There's only data that you analyze, right? And so like when you step on the scale every day, if the weight is moving down, it's like, okay, don't get too emotionally attached to that. You know, yes, it's exciting. Um, but, you know, just analyze like, what did I do yesterday that's contributing to this weight today? Conversely, like you step on a scale and you're up a pound or two. And it's like, well, what did I do yesterday that's contributing to this weight today? It's like, well, I did go to Chipotle. I did have a couple of extra beers. I didn't really work out. It's like, oh man. And then just think like extrapolate, like, okay, what happens to you then if you do that every day? You know, like if you have a couple of beers in Chipotle and don't work out every day, it's a pound a day, a pound a week, right? Conversely, like what happens if you actually tracked your nutrition, drank your water, did your workout and you're down a pound today? And down another couple of ounces the next day. What happens over time if you do that every day, right? So um, just trying to take that sort of like analytical approach to it and, you know, detaching from the emotions. Because I remember like you and I early on in the program, you'd reach out to me like, am I losing weight enough? You know, am I losing enough weight fast enough? And I'm like, yes, dude, like one pound a week is really all you need. Like two pounds max, anything more than that is, is you know, starts to get into the unsustainable realm where you're burning off muscle instead of just fat. Um, so, I, you know, I, can you can you speak on that a little bit? Like what yeah, it felt like, you know, at first? that's all I had known in the past, you know, these crash course diets where it's either you're eating the grapefruit and then, you know, all the ranch dressing you possibly could have <laughs> uh, you know, and steaks and you're losing five pounds and four pounds or two pounds a day kind of a thing. So it's like when it, when it was, when it wasn't coming off as fast, I, I kept, I'm like, I'm going to trust the process, but I also want to, you know, reach out and make sure that, you know, I'm not doing something incorrectly or something wasn't accidentally calculated wrong. And, and it's not been the case at all. If anything, it's just been sustainable. And now I just yeah. look at it as like, okay, if I were to take my one week weigh in every Friday, am I down a pound from the prior Friday? Even if I fluctuated a lot during the week and I'd say nine, you know, nine out of the 10 weeks, I, the answer has always been yes. Um, yeah. Obviously we're getting to a point where I don't want to say I'm plateauing, but you know, I need to step it up a little bit more because the last 10 pounds are going to be the toughest. And I guess another realization that I came to is I feel a lot better in my clothes. I feel a lot better about my self-confidence. And 
just because the scale isn't fluctuating as much as I want, I'm still, I'm still seeing the benefits. I'm still seeing it you know, when I look in the mirror, my wife's seeing it, you know, the belt is, is by far a better indicator of, of my progress than the scale is. So I'm trying to give myself a little bit of grace and not, and not dwell too much on the scale because as long as I'm, as long as I'm going through the process, checking all the boxes, I know that it's working and it's, and it's taking me in in the better direction. Yeah. And that's so true, right? Um, just like there are other metrics to measure weight is one of them, but you know, your before and after pictures, your, 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 your belt, like you said, how clothes fit, how you feel during certain workouts, how you're sleeping, whether you're getting unsolicited compliments from friends and family who haven't seen you in a long time. Right. So all of that, like, contributes, you know, should, should sort of inform whether or not what you're doing is working. So you mentioned like having, you know, like the, the belt and, and the way clothes fit and feeling more confident. Like, so what kind of results have you gotten so far in, the, in these 10 weeks? So I, I started the program at about 222 and I'm down to 202, 200-ish. So I'm, I'm 20 pounds down, which is oh, yeah. fantastic. Um, but more than anything, it's like, I've lost 20 pounds before in the past and just hadn't seen a lot of physical trans transformation besides the gut and, and things like shr shrinking a bit, but the muscle tone has been, has been very, very apparent, um, to the point where it's like, okay, this is, uh, you know, it's, this is working. I'm seeing definition <laughs> in my shoulders. I'm seeing my chest develop. I'm like, my, my daughter says, dad, you have abs. You know, I've never, I've never heard those words described about me ever before. <laughs> so it's like, things are, things are definitely melting off. And, and as you melt off the pounds, the exercises, you, you perform them better. You know, I've yeah. seen the form get a whole lot better. Um, you know, I started, I have my favorite belt that I've worn for the past, you know, five years. And I was always on notch three and then a couple of weeks in notch four. Now I'm on the fifth notch. Now I could wow. go another notch, but I don't have a notch in the belt right. kind of thing. So it's, it's great. You know, luckily I haven't had to go shopping for any work wardrobe yet, but I know it's going to be more expensive because I'm going to need more things because <laughs> I've grown quite a few things, but those are all like perks. And, and I, and I'd say something else like, and it's symbolic to me in a way, it's like, you know, you have that section of clothes that's like, here's your fat guy clothes, you know? Yes. And, and in the past, I, I just save them. I put them in a bin, you know, knowing that at one point I'd probably have to go back to those, but you know, this time I cleaned out my closet and I, and I just got rid of it. I gave it away. You know, I donated it. And it's like, for me, that was like, well, if I do go back, I'm going to have to pay the price double because I'm going to have to pay for these things again. <laughs> um, but I didn't want to have that. I kind of wanted to let that go. So I'm excited to, you know, purchase a few new things. I got my brother's weddings coming up and I got a, I got a custom made suit uh, a few weeks back and, and uh, it fits like a glove and it's a lot smaller than anything that I've ever had before. Dude, you're going to look awesome at that wedding. When is it? Uh, July 15th and I'm officiating it. So, oh, dude, that, dude that, was another reason why, that was another reason why I joined the program. Cause I knew like the 12 weeks would take me directly up until that date. And I wanted to be, you know, a good, a good, uh, outward version and inward version for yes. my family and everybody else to see. Hey, yeah. You're and all the pictures, right? Like you are just gonna, it's going to be awesome. And you're going to be in the spotlight, even though it's not about you that day, you're going to be front and center. Right. So it's like, uh, totally, totally valid. So down 20 pounds in 10 weeks, which again, if, if you really, you know, people are like, Oh, you know, I want to lose five pounds a week. But, you know, if you really just do the math, like 20 pounds in 10 weeks, it's just two pounds a week, right? And most people, if I said, hey, do you want to lose, like, would you be satisfied if you lost one pound, two pounds a week? 
Most people be like, no, I wouldn't be satisfied with that. It's like, okay, well, what if you did that for 10 weeks straight and you were down 20 pounds in the next two months? Like, wouldn't that be exciting? It's like, well, yeah, when you put it that way, right? But most people aren't thinking thinking about it that way. Like you said, most people are like, hey, I want to lose five pounds today, five pounds tomorrow, and then be 20 pounds down in a week. So what would you, oh yeah. I, I and then, and then you can add, you know, what would you do if I told you you could do that by getting stronger and not depriving yourself of the things yeah. that you want to enjoy and having balance? Um, because those are all the things that actually are taking place ultimately and, and getting you to that goal and hopefully changing habits along the way as well. Yeah. Love it, man. Um, so what, what would you tell somebody who maybe they're on the fence? Maybe they're thinking about joining the Forging Lead Fathers or they, they want to submit an application or they want to reach out, but they're just not sure. They, they've been listening to the podcast for a long time, following on Instagram. Like, what would you tell somebody who's on the fence about, about joining? So two things. Um, you know, you owe it to yourself to invest in yourself and put yourself in a situation that could yield long-term, really sustainable results. And then the second thing I would say is that, you know, there's no perfect time. You know, it's that you're not going to be any better equipped to start the program next week or next month. You just got to you just got to jump right in and, and commit um, to something that's going to be really valuable for you and your family. And think about that long term goal of, you know, how much life do you have in your battery and, and how much longer do you want to be around? And are you doing things to kind of put yourself in a position where you can be there for your family or your children, you know, and personally, like I look at my, I look at the relationship that my, my daughters have with my, my parents, they get to, they get to be with their grandparents and spend all of this time. And I'd like to be able to be a older grandparent and, and you know, hang out with my kids and still have fun. And, and I know if, if I didn't change my way, I wasn't going to necessarily get there. So that was, that's part of the motivation for me. Yeah. And I love that presence of mind, just, you know, that foresight to say like, like, I can see how my kids are playing with my parents. I want to be able to do that for my grandkids, right? And for my kids too. And so they, they can all have that experience. Um, I love that perspective. And I love what you said about just like, you know, you owe it to yourself to just, you know, prioritize yourself. It's not selfish to prioritize yourself. It's actually selfless, right? Because you're going to be around longer. You're going to be a better, more fun version to be around, a healthier version. You're going to be less of a curmudgeon. You're going to be less unhappy, less, you know, just sort of like whiny and sort of like uh, moody because you're so unsatisfied with the way you look and feel that you sort of take it out on everybody else around you, right? You're just going to be an overall better person to be around. Um, and so all that resonates a ton. And like you said, there's no there's never going to be a perfect time, right? Like there's never, gonna, oh, like it's always like, oh, my wife is about to have a kid. It's not a great time. Great. Oh, we just had a kid. It's not a great time. Great. Oh, well now our kid's a toddler. So they're crazy and it's not a great time. Oh, my kids are teenagers. Like it's, there's never going to be a great time. There's always going to be something going on in your life that's makes, you know, prioritizing yourself inconvenient, but um, you just have to decide that it's the time. So absolutely. Um, is there anything else you, you, you want to mention before, before we hop off and say goodbye? No, I would just say the community has been great. Like everybody who's going through this program, we all can relate to our individual struggles and, and we've all kind of been there before. And I'd say, you know, just the content that you're putting out, the coaching calls, Coach Ryan's great. Um, you know, and it's not just, I guess I'd have one more thing about like the coaching calls. We're not just looking at, you know, your physical transformation. You know, a lot of the things that we're delving into in, in the coaching calls have to do with like, how do you, how do you look at your mindset or, you know, how do you change your perspective on things? And, you know, how do you be a better father or a better husband? So it's more than just the fitness component, which is just an added bonus because you, you know, you're sharpening all the tools, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's been fantastic. And, and so much to the point where like, 
I rejoined, you know, I, I'm going to do another four months because I know that if I want to get to where I, I need to be, not even physically, but probably just mindset and habit wise, I need that. I need that continued accountability. Uh, and I knew 12 weeks would get me most like weight wise where I needed to be. But for me, it's, it's about a whole lot more right now. So I'm excited for the next four months. I'm excited for this <laughs> too. I'm excited for a physical and, uh, you know, mental transition as well. Yeah, I'm excited to see how much more progress we can make together. And uh really, and, and like you said, those those calls, especially with Ryan, because Ryan gets really deep on like your mindset and like even down to the words that you use to describe certain things. It's like, how about instead of this word, you try using this word? And it, it's just like really fascinating stuff the way he the way he does that. Um, so I love having Ryan on the team. He's awesome, man. Um, well. Ryan, thank you so much again. Really, I can't I can't thank you enough for being here and sharing your story. Like I know so many people are going to be inspired to take action, like based on everything that you've just said, just like how relatable you are and like the same shoes that they're in, right? Also, dads with with two kids, maybe approaching, you know, midlife and just like thinking, like, man, I really I could go down this path, I could succumb to the dad bot and just accept that this is just what I look like and this is just what I feel like. Or I can like take that other path. Um, I can turn this ship around. I'm not quite ready yet to throw in the towel, and I can still turn the ship around and and go down that other path and really prioritize my health and fitness and get into like amazing shape, even at 50, right? Like even at 40, 50, and beyond. Um, so thank you so much for sharing your story. Like I know it's gonna inspire so many people to take action, man. Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate being here. Yeah, man, my pleasure. So, Legacy Maker, if you're listening to this and you're like, "Man, all right, I, that sounds pretty cool. I, 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 maybe, maybe this will work for me." Then I would love for you to just go to forgingelitefathers.com forward slash apply and just click on that apply button, and I'll be in touch. I'll personally be in touch to work out if and how my program can help you hit your goal. It's not gonna. We don't even have to hop on a call. There's no arm twisting. There's no hard sales. I'm just gonna answer your questions, give you the information that you're asking for, and if it's a great fit, then you'll join the program. If it's not a great fit, then that's fine. I'm not going to, I'm not going to harass you about it either. I'm not going to make you feel bad about it. That's never been my approach. So it's a low stakes, just fill out the application and I'll be in touch to work out all of those details. All right. So until I see you next time, legacy makers, let's keep creating a legacy of health and fitness for ourselves, not just for ourselves, but for generations to come. Let's go. Thank you, Ryan, man. You're awesome.